if someone does it in a strong, confident way, like we don't got to beat around the bush. If it's something you want, like I'm grown, like, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll shoot it straight with you. We're grown. Hey, just say what you want. We can, we can we're going to get into that. So ladies, when you slide into his DM, <laughs> oh, be up front. another episode of Girls Gotta Eat. We are here at Mouth Media Network, powered by Sennheiser once again. Super excited about this week's episode. So excited about this week's episode, and I just want to say up top to you guys, thank you again for all of the ratings and reviews on iTunes and Spotify. Please keep doing that. Put us in your Instagram stories. Tag us. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Don't tell my mom. Don't tell my dad or Raina's mom. Um, yeah, guys, it's been super fun. We love seeing your text conversation conversations about um, talking about the podcast and we've gotten so many girls that have like met guys in the wild from last week's episode. I love it so much. I do too. I love hearing about this stuff. So guys, please keep telling everybody about it and tagging us and stuff. We would love to repost it. Um, The show has been at the top of the charts for three weeks in a row. We're trying to stay there. I'm trying to get to number one. We are the top of the charts. Gets us really wet. Okay, and this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp Therapy Online. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash gg. So you know if you listen to the show that we are such fans of therapy and anything that can really improve your mental health and get you to a better place where you are loving and enjoying your life more and spending the time the way you want to. A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time, but the question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. So therapy can really help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. It's so helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, empowering you to be the best version of yourself. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma, et cetera. It helps you with your relationships, whether romantic, friendships, family, all the things. So we really cannot recommend it enough. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and then switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So again, check out BetterHelp, see if it works for you, learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash GGE today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash GGE. Ashley's like in charge of the ads. I'm in charge of statistics. <laughs> I do research for the show about like the number of women that can come during sex. And Ashley's like, I'm going to do business like, research. Here's how to make sex feel even better. Ooh. Okay, um, guys. So I just want to say every week I think about what we're going to talk about <laughs> at the beginning of the show. For the intro, yeah. And I think sometimes like, what am I going to do if nothing happens to me? And then every week in the 11th hour, the universe <laughs> gifts me a present. And this week, the universe gifted me a present at like 11 o'clock last last night yes so we were at dinner we always go to the same place every week after we record it's called ozatar it's in east village lebanese middle eastern it's so delicious i it's really good i'm a food blogger by trade and uh, i've made ashley one also like a little honorary (laughs) food blogger so like we love it (laughs) Uh, we we go there every week and we were there last night sitting like on a busy street 
on Avenue A and just watching. It was like, a, what, what did you call it? It's a hot man parade. Hot guy parade. Every guy's coming from the gym, just like a ton of hot guys. And we're just like staring, drooling, so thirsty. <laughs> and we see these two guys. I'm and, like, please come in. Please yes. be coming in here. Please be and coming sure in enough, here. And sure they came in. And the universe gifted us the table next to they us. Sat right they sat right next to us, like arm's length between us. So we're sitting there and just waiting for them to do the right thing. Do the right thing and lean over and ask what they should order. Right. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> what did you girls order? And I was like, nailed it, got it. And the rest of the night played out to be literally a double date. That's like our first double date. I mean, we were sitting with these guys. The restaurant kind of emptied out, so it was just really the four of us. Like, I was talking to the one guy. Raina was talking to... The, they were both very attractive. We're, we kind of, like, split up. It was like, I was on the date with the one guy. You were on the date with the other guy. It was great. They were fun. Well, they were sort of... They were sort of fun. Your guy was super I was, boring. I was so boring. I was like, pr- I was like, oh my God. Actually- I got the dumb one, and you got the boring one. <laughs> Ashley goes to the bathroom. How am I going to carry this? Like, please don't go to the bathroom. He was like, he was like a warm glass of milk. It's like, you're not mad you're having it. It's it's calm and it's like nice, but it's not a glass of whiskey. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, he was fine. He was fine. Anyway, Anyways. they kept talking about their rooftop. They were like, we want to have you girls over. You know, we have this like brick oven pizza, whatever. So they were like, let's exchange info. My guy who I've been talking to all night is like, let's make sure we exchange info. He said it. He initiated it. He initiated the the info exchange. Of all of it. So we're like, okay. And my guy was like very cute. He takes my phone. He puts his number in my phone and texts himself my name. Yeah. And like I text him, whatever. So I have his number. And Ashley's guy does the same. No. I hand him my phone. I'm like, hey, put your number in. (laughs) He takes my phone. He had it for a while. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, clearly he's programming his number in and then texting himself. Like, I knew he wasn't smart enough to operate a phone. He exchanged phone numbers. So he puts his number in, whatever, and uh, hands it back to me. And I don't even think twice, you know. So we say goodbye to these guys. We part ways. You know, we kind of recap afterwards. And I get home and I'm, a, I'm just going to text him, like, not even in like hitting on him way, just like, hey, it's Ashley. Like, I noticed that he didn't like get my number. So I'm like, that's how you exchange information. So I go to pull up his contact info and there is his full name, first and last, no phone number. <laughs> but what else was there? What, oh, no, no. Let's sit on that for a minute. Dude took my phone to put in his info, no phone number. It's just first name, last name. And then where, what, the business, your workplace or your where you work, whatever. Yeah, the business, whatever. You know, the third line yeah, that yeah, says, yeah. like, of your contact info is the name of the restaurant and the neighborhood. And, where, the, neighborhood. and the neighborhood. The neighborhood was a strong move. It, it said, said East Village. East Village Ozatar. So he reminded me where we met, <laughs> gave me his first and last name. No phone number. It's either like the most passive aggressive diss or he's just a fucking moron. And like neither neither thing I want a part of. No phone for number. The contact info. Best. So let us let us know, guys. Uh, slide into our DMs, whatever. Contact us. Let us know what you think. You think that's a diss? Like I don't want this girl to contact me or fucking idiot. But you did have a date this week. I'm not totally undesirable. Um, <laughs> not undesirable at all. I think that they're just liars. I, yeah, I had a date. I mentioned it to you guys last week. I had a hinge date and it was, it was really good. We are supposed to go out again, which I mentioned this before. Also, I've never gone on a second date from someone that I met on a dating app and never liked anyone enough to see them again. So tonight, supposedly going to break that cycle, whether or not I cancel last minute or the apocalypse <laughs> happens, both of which are very likely. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm supposed to go out with them again tonight. So we had a good date. Yeah, it was good. 
you had a good day? Let me just let me break this down. <laughs> Ashley showed up to brunch the next day, and I was so excited to hear about this date. It was like a nine-hour date. Yeah, a long so time. you were like t- you were out from you were like you were out from six p.m. to three a.m. Like, tell me everything. Lots to unhash. Right. Like unhash, unpack, unpack, talk about. You know, unhash. Unhash? Is that a thing? Rehash. 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 Unpack. Rehash. Is unhash a thing? No. Nope. Whatever. Um, I Ashley gets there and I'm like, so how was the date? Ashley's like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to be like totally honest about what happened last night. Um, he really liked me. <laughs> he really, he, he just, he really liked me. And she said it, she was so serious about it. Like this wasn't a joke. Like she's unpacking the evening and she's like, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm just going to be honest guys. I'm going to put this all on the table. He, was super into me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I just, all right. That might be exaggerated a little bit or not. Nope. Listen, guys, I am not like a super narcissist. Like I just, I can tell when someone likes me or doesn't like me. I will be the first to be like, this guy's not into me, whether I'm not like his type, hot enough for him, just too much, whatever it is. This guy's like, yeah, he's, He's really into me. <laughs> like, you know, when you know, you know. And Ashley knew. <laughs> I know. It was a great evening for him. <laughs> we did not have a good time. It's no, we like, had a great time. Yeah, he's, he's cool, but yeah, super into me. <laughs> super into you. He was super excited about me. Oh, you didn't even say one of the best parts of the dates, which is that you ran into a fan. Right, yes. Got there. We go to this really cool rooftop. Ten minutes in. Like, I just met this guy for the first time in my life. Total stranger, 10 minutes prior. And this girl walks up and she's like, are you Ashley? She's like, I love your podcast. She's from Toronto. She was visiting here for her birthday. Happy birthday to Brittany. Hope you had a great time, girl. Uh, And so... What he had to do then was take pictures of me and Brittany and her oh, friends. My God, this is the his ultimate first... like red carpet hold my purse type of situation. <laughs> and he had just met you like thirty seconds ago. Yeah, best night of his life. <laughs> he had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and you met another guy this week, right? This we just, about, I feel like I'm just interviewing. It's you all today. about me. It is all about me. Um, we wanted to just always remind you guys that we are right about everything. Hundred <laughs> percent. Also, the next night. I, after the, the hinge date, the next night I am out and met a guy in the wild. And exactly as Raina and I discussed, Raina and I were out with another friend of mine and Raina left. So it was just because, the two of us. Because I was blacked out drunk right. at eight so, o'clock at night <laughs> after three drinks. Um, so Raina left and it's just the two of us. And my friend, Emily, she's married. She's great. She's a great wing woman to have. And these two guys walked in and just started talking to us. And I hit it off with one of them and TBD. But yeah, totally like in the wild. We're just staying at the bar, staying at the corner of the bar or the first place where you walk in. Which so you boxed out all the other yeah, girls. Yeah, it's a great placement. If I can, we didn't mention that. If you, you just sit in the front so they don't even know there's anyone else in right. the bar. Don't allow them to see other girls <laughs> there. Like, Don't make them do any more work than they have to. They walk in, they take three steps. They're Two like, girls. I'll take you. Yep, exactly. So <laughs> met guys in the wild, just like we said. Um, but yeah, so you, I don't know, you have a little something, something. You have a little uh, birthday gift. A little birthday present coming into town. Coming in hot. Let me say that. So my birthday is June 17th. Yes. Shout out to all my Gemini friends. <laughs> I'm, I'm You're like a club DJ. <laughs> Where my Gemini's at? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. You- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You guys, there's this guy, we've talked about him since episode one, and he's Reina's hot Israeli guy. He's coming in town. I think he's actually he's actually Persian, but he lives in Israel. Whatever. He's smoking hot. Just to be clear that just to like stay on theme, I like brown drink. I like brown guys. He looks like he looks like Drake. So they've brown been sexting. Drake. Raina's a master sexter. I'm really good 
about it. And what did you send him? I said something so shameful. I started off with something classy because I'm playing hard to get these days. We're talking about like where he's going to stay when he gets here and like what hotel he's going to rent, like whatever. So, you know, I'm in the middle of the day, I'm real classy. And I'm like, you know, I have tons of friends who work in travel PR. And, you know, if you need help picking a a hotel, I'm happy to help. And then I had a few drinks and I dropped one of the thirstiest lines I've ever I've ever dropped. Hold on. Yeah. So you're talking about hotels when he comes to town. And then you say, I'll look good bent over in whatever hotel you decide to get. <laughs> Let me repeat that. I'll look good bent over in whatever hotel you decide to stay in. What? And what did he say? I wasn't particularly concerned about that. <laughs> He's like, I'm sure you will. I'm sure that you I'm will. I'm sure you will. <laughs> So that happened. Yeah. Um, so I'll keep you guys posted. We'll do a little Instagram story when he's in town so that you guys yeah, so you can gotta get a look meet at him. him. Yeah, we've been talking about all smoking hot this guy's. <laughs> so speaking of hot, very, very our hot. guest today. We are super excited to welcome to the show Dale Moss this week, who is a former NFL player, current beautiful <laughs> man. <Uh-oh. laughs> blushing over here, blushing. <laughs> I'm blushing as well. I'm very fair skinned, so I can't hide it. You really um, are blushing. I know. I can't hide it when it I'm fair okay. skinned. Red, no, red looks good on you. It's okay. Oh, oh God. Are She's going to be blushing <laughs> even more. I'm just going to slide off her seat. No, I'm just kidding. No, it sounds like it sounds like you're it's like a fake resume. You're like, oh yeah, this guy, he was like he was in the NFL or whatever. Now he's like a model. I mean whatever. And he's like entrepreneur. It's just like, oh really? That's a real person? Also, that's also tall and attractive. Also all around great guys. So welcome to the show. Hey, it's not make believe we are out there. So uh, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome for that intro. Hey, no, that's uh I'm pretty much speechless right now. A lot of girls and, are and like flocking your Instagram that right now. It doesn't happen happen a lot, but uh, thank you so Wait, much. Dale Moss 13. Is that Lil Dale plug Moss you? 13. Check it out. Lucky Every girl 13. just turned off our show and like went directly to Instagram to slide into your DMs. If you get laid, I need to know because of this show. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not I don't kiss and tell. I don't kiss and tell. All right, you don't have to tell. Oh, you, you don't kiss and tell. Like you have to leave the room. Send me like a wink emoji or something. Or okay, or something we'll, have a, we'll have a little secret code. Like a It'll chicken bone be... emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I want to start by um, will you introduce yourself to the audience? Will you talk about um, where you are? from how old are you you know, your right. story. Uh, so the background, uh, my name is Dale Moss, uh, as um, during the intro, uh, formerly an NFL athlete. Now I'm in the fashion and entertainment space, uh, a model with Wilhelmina International. Uh, I have my own production team, but, um, you know, kind of right now, my goal has always been to build as a host uh, and an entertainer. Uh, I'm originally from South Dakota, Brandon, South Dakota of all places. Oh my God. Town of 5,000. You're my oh first my South Dakotan. That's ever uh, I've ever met. South Dakota. See, you had the nice the O sound, you know the Dakota. Dakota. Um, Pittsburgh. Was that your first Delawarean? No. No. Um, no. But you're uh, the best one. Are we going to talk about a lot of firsts and a lot of best? <laughs> Ashley wants to keep like segueing back to her, and I'm trying to talk about you. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell me, what teams did you play for, and what position? Uh, I was a wide receiver. Um, What's your favorite I, position? I'm just kidding. Why? <laughs> I think that's later in the show. Um, so I, I was actually a college basketball player of all things in transition, and I had a you know a great opportunity. I was a wide receiver, uh, started with the Green Bay Packers, finished with the Chicago Bears, and yeah, you know after a couple of injuries, you know it's a tough game. The game has given me a, a lot of opportunities, and uh, I really use that platform as 
with as an opportunity to transition out of sports into kind of the space I'm in now. How did that happen? Sorry. No, I think that's, I think that's smart. I mean, you like beat your body up. Yeah. Like can ruin your body as a pro athlete for your whole life, you know? Oh, completely, completely. And you see all the time, so many athletes are banged up, injured. Then, then when it stops, it stops and they don't know what to do. Right. And I'm not going to lie. I had to learn some hard lessons. Um, and I had to go through some transitions, but one thing I learned, and honestly, this is probably from my upbringing. You know, I was the only black kid. I was in a, a very segregated area. Um, I had my family. I had a lot of support. But at the end of the day, like, you know, I just had to get things done. And um, the world doesn't really feel sorry for you. Right. you know, it, did, it didn't. <laughs> uh, I learned that at a young age. And uh, I, you know, just put myself out there. And again, had great people around me, uh, learned some lessons, but at the same time, uh, made some, some great connections. Okay, thank you to Helix for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to helixsleep.com slash GGE. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Use code HELIXPARTNER20, and you'll get 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows. You guys know how obsessed we are with Helix. Both of us have multiple Helix mattresses. It's all we sleep on. I have made sure that my parents have one, my brother has one, my boyfriend has one. I just refuse to go anywhere and not sleep on a Helix mattress. That is how obsessed we are. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, which we love. We have the Lux Collection mattresses, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So for everyone in the family, and you're just going to take their quiz, which is really fun, and then they will give you your personalized mattress recommendation. It's going to be shipped straight to your door free of charge. You can try it out for 100 nights to make sure you love it, and then there's a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress mattress. We know everybody sleeps differently. You might sleep on your back, your side, roll around all night on your stomach, or you might want a soft, medium, or firm mattress. We are all so different. So that is why they offer really something for everyone. And so you're just going to order what works best for you, come straight to your door. You can sleep on it that night. You're going to love it. It will change your life. You'll get the best sleep of your life and you can thank us later. So Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash GGE and use code helixpartner20. This is their best offer with Helix Better Sleep Starts Now. So you grew up in South Dakota, South Dakota, um, and obviously this is a radio show, but for those listening, you are, uh, you are biracial. Yep. So, uh, my, my dad's black and my mom is, uh, is white. Um, you know, a couple different mixes in there, but, uh, <laughs> and uh, they've been together for well t- we're together for 40 years my mom passed away last year but um you know my parents were together for 40 years went through a lot of tough times uh civil rights movement segregation uh honestly uh my mom's side and just it was a different time and uh we have a great family on both sides but um they actually told her not to come back to the farm because she was in a biracial marriage. Um, so she chose obviously to continue a a life with my father. Uh, and you know, since I have four sisters now, um, but that's honestly kind of why we wound up in South Dakota. Um, you know, everyone goes through different things in life. My dad, uh, was successful. Uh, he was, uh, I guess he was caught up in the lifestyle a little bit. Um, you know, came up inner city, but, uh, in South Dakota, no, he's originally from Omaha. where did they meet? Did they meet and then move to South Dakota together? Yeah. So my, my parents met in Omaha, Nebraska, where my dad was from. Okay. Uh, my mom was back from college. In like high school? 
No, in college. In college. Okay. So yeah, so she like 40 was. Years, it's a long yeah, time. Oh yeah, they've yeah. So um, my mom was uh, she was actually on a national team that traveled the globe playing uh, a U.S. national team for women's basketball, and she was okay. back in the summer. So you guys were only like a casually successful family. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, my, I mean, in that slightly game, athletic genes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, you know, athletics was something that really ran in my blood. But my dad was like a hustler, like for real. Um, he he grew up like uh, you know he's got four brothers and one sister and he fought a lot of battles so that they could go to school and they could have an education and things like that but you know fast forward after my parents met they moved to Sioux City Iowa started a few businesses um, and then uh, during that time there were some downswings in uh, the economy and really they just had to restart um, and long story short they wanted us in a better place Sioux City was getting overrun with drugs and things like that so wound up in Brandon South Dakota so they, I, met, so they met in college and then I mean this intrigues me your mom was like hey fam my boyfriend's black and they were like get out of here I mean I, what, like, how did that work they were like you're not a part of this family also or? it's not you're not evaluating this by 2018 standards either I mean this was a long time oh, God, ago so long you know ago. like I, not, I mean, yeah. ago, not in New York and not in modern day yeah, you know middle America right. in the yeah. what oh, God, I can't do so this math. was this was like 40s early, this was early 70s oh. uh, in when the first 40s <laughs> Well, my, my, my mom was born in 54. She, no, my I, mom was I'm born in 52. I don't know why I said that. His parents were 90. <laughs> <laughs> They were like flappers. Uh, middle America in the 70s. They met yeah. during Prohibition. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, okay, so I think I did is a really interesting question. So like how did how did your mom like have the what are the balls to do something like that? Honestly, it's just it goes back to love. Like uh, I think um, you know, she was raised with a lot of love in her family, and my dad was as well. But when it comes down to putting a title on things, and I think that's what you'll see a lot in relationships, uh, when you have to unveil things to family. Right. I mean, I've been in different relationships where it was you know, out of the norm for me to date some, or for them to date me because I was biracial and things like that. But at the end of the day, you have your own life to live and you make your decisions and, you know, she chose love and, um, you know, they had a a longstanding relationship and, you know, it was her choice just to start a new life and, you know, I'm happy she made the decision because I'm here. It's brave. Yeah, really. ladies. Yeah. Yeah. We're happy she did that too. Thanks, Mrs. Moss. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Uh, So, okay, so obviously it's, I'm assuming South Dakota is not the most ethnically diverse place in the world. Yeah, you got it right on the head. Is it just like like a white farm town? Uh, (laughs) It's a lot of farm communities, honestly, yeah. So um, until I, all the way up to like sophomore year in high school, I think I was only... Uh, black kid in in my school and when I was young I had to go through different things some of my friends parents wouldn't let me stay at their house because I was a black kid and they thought I was bad mm-hmm. um, but at, at the end of the day like I had been through so many of those things before that it didn't matter All I right. could care less but even in relationships you know I, I had uh, situations where it was like grandparents of my girlfriend or different things right. they it's always just the like, grandmother that's exactly. not yeah. you know they were they were not having it you know but at the end of the day I think and this is something that is important for us to understand now you, you stay true to who you are and your character will shine through um, a lot of times it's people either are ignorant or they're afraid it's not that right. they're necessarily bad people and you just got to keep doing what you're doing so that's right. helped me in everything I've done so that's a good segue into like your dating life yeah. I mean, are you single? 
I am single. Single? Ready to mingle? I'm single and I'm ready to mingle. He's ladies like, I'm just getting DMs ladies. left and right <laughs> from this podcast. When was your last serious relationship? Uh, I was in a, uh, damn, I was in almost a, a little over a four-year relationship. Long time. Um, which uh, ended uh, really, you know, it was kind of off and on over the last year. Okay. Um, we know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you know, and it, it's... Uh, Always got to drag it out for at least six months when once you know it's over. <laughs> you know, you, you got to really make sure. Really the year drag out. Drag I like a good through the year month. wasted life right there's, there, there's a lot of, a lot that goes into it but um honestly it's it's i'm the happiest i've been in a long time i'm, I'm ready to live and enjoy new york city and just meet people meet uh you know great women just uh great people in general um and i haven't had that for a long time i think I, you know through college even through the nfl you know i was in different relationships and uh it's kind of an exciting time. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Obviously, like, dating in New York is different than, you know, dating when you're on a sports team, different yeah. than, you know, dating in South Dakota. So do you gravitate towards, like, a particular type of woman? No, honestly, I, I, I don't. I, I would say I definitely don't discriminate. Um, uh, you regulate every shade of the ass? Hey, <laughs> no discrimination. You don't uh, know what song I'm talking about? No, nope. it's a big It's a big pun lyric. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, girl. I don't discriminate. I, you. <laughs> I don't discriminate. Oh, I think, yeah, yeah, okay. Is that, like, it's Lil so Wayne or something? Hard. Yeah. Oh, that what big pun? Yeah. Okay. Um, no, but I've I've dated or saw or had puppy love with different uh, races, ethnicities, all the way from white, uh, Native American, Indian, uh, Hispanic. Uh, damn, I mean it goes across the yeah. gamut. But I think that's uh, for me. I don't know. I, I find a lot of things sexy about women in different ways, um, and especially if someone's smart. Because my biggest turnoff is if I can't have a conversation with you, yeah. um, or if you're super shallow. Uh, there's a difference between being, you know, very confident and you know, demanding. Which you know, I think as a woman, especially a strong, powerful woman, you should. Um, but. I mean, you got to have some substance. So if you don't have that, the conversation's not going far. But uh, if you do, you know, definitely that's something to grow with. Well, and that's a good segue into being an athlete. I'm sure you get a lot of like dumb groupie girls throw themselves at you. I've had I've had some so many situations. Let's, like, Ooh, let's yes. unpack that. Oh, man. So it, it, this is funny because this goes back to even in college. Do you have any kids? No, I'm just no zero kids. That you know zero, of. Zero kids, zero kids. Um, I mean, even in college, I would have girls sometimes just sitting and waiting for me to leave from when I was in a dorm to when I was in my, my house, like just waiting. Or cleat had, chasers? Oh, I, I'd have just... <laughs> What'd you call them? Cleat chasers. Cleat chasers? Oh, cleat I've never chasers? heard that before. Oh, and I what thought does they that were, do? I thought they were called jersey chasers. I'm we, sure there's a bunch of names for these girls. We got, at Clemson, it was cleat chasers. What does that do to your ego? Like, I mean, as like a younger guy. Yeah, you're like... You're like, I'm shit. I think for me, well, I guess everyone's different. For me, and again, when I say my dad lived a life in full and he was um, like my dad, my parents were together for 40 years. Yeah. My mom had a lot of love for for him and my dad's amazing, but uh, I saw a lot at a young age. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for me, it realized, A, there's a lot of douchebags in the world, but also you got to be really careful on how you speak or communicate with with people in general, but especially women, because there's a fine line between friendship and really kind of toying with someone and making them fall in love. Right. And I don't, I don't know if I really, you know, I don't know if I really understood that, that line right away. But when know. you say understand it, so did you understand that you harness that power as like an athlete that <laughs> it was sounds successful? Like it. I think I, 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 young, I definitely did. You just didn't did. know what to do de- with it. I definitely did. And I think, you know, as 
I got older, I understood and respected that more, um, especially because you see all the things that come out in the media. Like uh, when I was playing, I spent a stint in Tampa Bay, and they had a website that every time us players would walk into a certain bar, all these women that were on this website subscribed, and they'd get text message notifications. Um, I mean, they had, like, baller alert. I remember baller alert, like, put something, like, I was at practice, and, like, I was wearing compression shorts, and it was, like, super hot. So you could see, like, my junk kind of through the... (laughs) We we love a dick outline. Reference episode two. (laughs) They they posted all over the internet. And then um, also, too... If like I'm, you have to be very private with your personal life because I had so many people coming at my girl at the time. Yeah, uh, just making up just crazy stuff or just being like, you know, I'm here, I'm in, you know, I'm in Tampa, I'm in Chicago, I'm with your man, uh, or just craziness and like. I don't know. I just things so I would you're, never. So you're found. saying Tristan didn't really do it. He was framed. Oh my god! <laughs> right now, that's where I complete the fifth on this because I don't. I, you know, I'm, I'm not about the pillow talk too much. There's a code <laughs> of conduct, but uh, honestly, now in New York, I'm surrounded by women right. or agencies or events like. And you talk about the New York dating scene, and I was in a committed or off and on relationship yeah. for, you know, over the last year or whatever. But I mean, it's easier now. If I wanted to go out and sleep with someone it's a good call. damn near it's every good night, call. like that's something that could be done, you know? And it's totally. like, yeah. And women like are, I hate to say, I hate to use words like thirsty, but there are just more women than men here. And like a tall, successful, good guy, like that's fun to be around and is smart is like not so easy to come by. See these women that are all clamoring for like the same dude. And I think women are so like, some are just savage. Mm -hmm. Like they're like, I don't care that he is a girl with him. Like it's so disrespectful, but I think probably hitting age, you're like, I don't care. I'm just going to like... Right, well, I gotta eat. Girls gotta girls eat, got, man. Hey, girls gotta eat. Girls gotta eat. And I, I understand that to a degree. Like it'd be so difficult being a woman in this city and having to put put up with some of the bullshit that that these men are are all about, you know. Or it's time. Like, do you get tired of running around? Do you get tired of wasting time? So, if you want it, if you want something, just be upfront about it. That's how I am. I mean, if. If someone does it in a strong, confident way, like we don't got to beat around the bush. If it's something you want, like I'm grown, like yeah. you know, I'll, I'll shoot it straight with you. We're grown. Uh, I'll, I'll always respect you. We'll have fun, handle business, have fun, whatever it is. But hey, just say what you want. And we can. But we can we're gonna get into that. So, ladies, when you slide into his DM, <laughs> oh. be upfront. Be upfront about what you well, want. I mean, that's a little forward, but obviously you can have a conversation. <laughs> we're gonna first. get into some more of that. We're gonna um, get into how forward it's too forward. Like, hey, Dale. Um, I'm here at this address. I don't like. I don't do the Tinder. I don't do all that. I don't do. Like, I think. Yeah, you don't need to. You're good. You just walk down the street. <laughs> <laughs> the world is your Tinder. Oh my! The world is my. I Tinder. understand when you're good looking as we are. That's that's what happens. Oh man. Oh, man. Are we only gonna bring guys on this podcast for now? Then we want to date. <laughs> It's like a pre-dating interview. I like ask them all the questions I would have asked, like that you can't. That's really smart. Yeah, I'm smart. So since we have you here today, Mm -hmm. um, something we thought we would get into is sort of dating outside of what you are, Mm -hmm. whether that is your race or religion, um, and how that's different, and how society accepts it, or your family, and like where you're from, and how that affects it. Um, So I'd like to talk like a little more about how you think it affected you, if it affected you at all. Yeah, you know, it might not have affected you at all. but like you said that you've like definitely dated like white girls and their their grandmothers were like not about that shit. Not, not about that life at all. <laughs> um, it, it, for me personally, it, it it hasn't affected me much. I've 
I don't even want to say I've seen it as a challenge. Uh, it's just made me want to or given me confidence to be who I am even more and just, you know, let that come out because I don't want to change myself for anyone. I want to grow with someone if I'm seeing them. And if their family can't see that, you know, at a certain point, it's not your job to change other people's minds. I think when I, uh, you know, when I was younger, it, it bothered me a little bit more, but I've gotten past that. Well, also, you had the best example, like, as, as your parents, you know, like, you were probably able to just look at your mom and dad. Yeah. And be I mean, like, there's the, you know, my dad was able to deal with this. Totally. Like, you know, totally. it's kind of... And they were so open about everything. So I, my parents were probably too open with certain things. Right. We saw everything. We experienced everything. You know, my dad was out of the picture for a little bit dealing with some addictions. And, you know, so my mom, like I was a man of the house holding it down for mm-hmm. a long time and even through college and different things like that. So I was so aware of it and I was so prepared for it, which I'm very thankful for because it's allowed me to navigate this space like with women here in New York in the modeling industry, you know, with all this other stuff, sex, drugs, money, sports, all that. Um, having that upbringing has helped me understand it and at least be able to manage it and just not go crazy. I mean, your parents' jobs is to just not give you a childhood you have to recover from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, your parents, like, you know, clap for them, like, big up for them. They hey, did hey. that good for them. Well, Ashley, you've always sort of, you said, you mentioned, like, sort of dated outside of your race. You want to talk about it? Sure. Um, I don't know. My town was was interesting. I grew up in a small town in Delaware. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, my my school was very. There was like a lot of like rednecks, and yeah. there was just like a lot of black people, and it was kind <laughs> of like everybody mixed. And like I grew up on like hip hop and rap music, and there was plenty of people dating interracially. And I I remember kind of some girls' parents were weird. I remember one friend I had her. She dated our like high school quarterback, and her parents were just not cool with it, and she kind of had to sneak around. But my first serious boyfriend that I like went to my senior prom with was black uh no one had a problem with it my family was great I remember asking my dad just out of curiosity if he thought his parents would have a problem with it but his my grandfather had passed he was like yeah I probably wouldn't have loved it but he's not around so but I went to Clemson and it was different (laughs) so I get to Clemson South Carolina and I still was with my boyfriend from high school and I put some pictures up of us in the dorm room and I just remember this guy like coming into my dorm one day we were studying like a a friend like a couple of us were studying in my room and like he was like is that your your boyfriend I was like yeah and he was the words out of his mouth were how can you do that and I was like do what like what I mean I was so I was like you're never coming back in the through this doorway but like that's crazy but you're shook by like the openness of people it's a small town in the south but it was very interesting this is one of the last you know things I'll say um this isn't about me but it was very different if you were an athlete and so Mm -hmm. I mean that's that south that southern way it's like the people might be racist but like if you're on the football team it's fine so athletes are so in college football I mean they're like gods so they're yeah. just on this like different plane, and um, I I just found race has always fascinating me because of, of my history with dating, and now it's just kind of I it's if you would line up everybody I've ever dated, it would like not no it wouldn't even make sense. But, like the last <laughs> guy I dated in college after dating all these like black athletes <laughs> was this like Leonard Skinner loving like cargo short wearing like crazy hair like I mean you, no rhyme or reason. Yeah. I'm like an equal opportunity employer like all the way hey, around. Jana is an equal opportunity that's, employer. That's like, the, and yeah. now being in New York City I mean, mean everything like, goes in New York 
York City. Oh, it's it's uh, it's unbelievable here. But to spend a lot of time in the South and then obviously living in Atlanta is well, Atlanta's a whole other topic about race. But um, well, I have two sisters that live in Atlanta, so oh, Marietta right. and Buckhead, and like you can cut the racial divide at, in certain areas. It is wild, oh, and it's, it's, it's what the statistically is like the the, bla- one of the blackest city in America. Yeah. I don't know how to say that to sound more PC, but I mean, and it's still this weirdly segregated. Like it feels weird. Yeah, sometimes. Well, in in you you see like just random things come out and you know I remember even I was in Sarasota Florida where I used to train pre-draft like and you talk about sports is you know it breaks down a lot of barriers mm-hmm. people feel you know empathy or they have something right relatable or they're cheering for a team or their own alma mater or whatever but um I was like shooting shooting hoops with uh, one of my friends I went down there like a couple months ago and we're out on the beach shooting hoops and like someone's riding by in a truck they're like you miss nigger or something oh like God. that and it's like for me like oh. I don't it's it was almost it was laughable but like you just get that in certain places like I don't care like you couldn't hold anything to me like if you walked in my shoes you yeah. would piss your pants right. You know? You're right, right, um, right but at the end of the day it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> right. it doesn't matter um, and it just doesn't affect me it just shows where you know uh, some people are insecure we have a long way to go but you just got to keep on doing what you're doing and you know girls got to keep eating and <laughs> Okay, so I love gift giving at this time of year, but when finding great gifts, things can really start to add up, and that's why this season I am shopping with Quince. Quince is the go-to place for luxury essentials at affordable prices for everyone on my list, including myself. We'd like to thank Quince for supporting our show. Go to quince.com slash GGE to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your order. So I'm really, really glad I found this company and this site. Everything is is so affordable, but looks really luxury. Uh, so as you're perusing it, they have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. They have washable silk tops and dresses. They have cotton sweaters and all kinds of comfy stuff, like just cozy pants that you can wear. I love the colors. I love the styles, but the prices is are really the reason to shop here on top of obviously the selection prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. So it's unbelievable. It partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman. And it just passes the savings directly on to you from Quince. And I just love what they're doing. I love the styles. There's so much variety and it is such a one-stop shop, whether you're shopping for kids, your significant other, your parents, anybody will really love this. You can get affordable luxury for everyone on your list with Quince. Go to quince.com slash GGE to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash GGE for free shipping and 365 day returns. If you were dating somebody that, God, I guess so 2018, I mean, shit, but like if you were dating some girl, like a white girl and her, her parents just weren't totally on board, would that deter you? I mean, I guess there's a certain point where you're like, I don't know, or would you be like, no, I mean, I really care about you and we're going to try to work I, I think uh, the parents wouldn't deter me. Um, because it would depend on her reaction to it. it it'd be understand. Know? Like, I, you know, I, I'd right. see how it would go. Um we just work through it, you know, because right. I would never alienate. I didn't alienate my own family. You know, after years, we lived a few, uh, an hour and a half from Your each mom's other. side, right? Yeah, an, an hour, uh, like less than an hour and a half from each other. And I didn't know any of my 
my family from that side really. Um, but since then, me and my cousins have recouped and had a relationship. But no, I mean, uh, I would I would respect that out of the respect for who I'm seeing, and we just take it step by step and go from there. Because at the end of the day, it's you know it's our decision, and a lot of times it's the other person who is getting that pressure. That, in from my opinion, that really has to cope and deal with it. Because I'm good. Like it <laughs> right, don't matter right. to me. I'm going to be me no matter what. Right. So and and Raina, you haven't really had experience with interracial dating, but I mean, being on the religious side. Outside of my religion, yeah, and I was talking to my dad about this the other day, and he said, you know, it's a little bit different dating outside oh, of wait, your dad. We have yet, we haven't we talked never about your dad. dad's we, podcast. My dad is the greatest person ever. Like, I'm crazy about this person. He, no, he's my biggest fan in the world. I know. Um, so he calls me every day. He wants to hear all about the podcast and what we're talking about every week, and I have to say things to my dad, like, we had a guy on the show this week who broke his dick. <laughs> 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 that can actually happen too. I think. I mean, I've had some scares, but listen to uh, listen to our Monday's episode. episode. <laughs> um, okay, so what did your dad but say? I'm hey, sure. I mean, he his feedback was sort of like you know, dating outside of your religion is a little different because you know, as a white woman, you walk into a restaurant with a black man, and society knows that you are doing something different. Like you're you're also not just dating, like dealing with your family. You're also dealing with society. Like I've dated outside of my religion, but I walk into a restaurant with like a Christian man as a Jewish woman, and like nobody knows that like you're not dealing with like somebody driving by out of a car and yelling something or walking into your dorm room and saying something um but I had sort of a weird experience that like was really shocking to me um religious wise I've been very attracted to like middle eastern men mm-hmm. brown, brown guys brown guys <laughs> turkish armenian israeli any of the like you know and th- there are a lot of muslim people in that part of the world yeah. um I am not religious and I probably just wouldn't date anybody that was religious period no matter what religion that was mm-hmm. Um, but I met somebody who was great, um, Ivy League educated lawyer, great guy, really interesting and smart and funny, crazy good looking um, from that part of the world. And um, I was telling a, a close relative of mine, who I'm not going to say who it was, but um, she, she was like, this is great, this is great, I, she, he sounds amazing. And yeah. she asked me what his name was, and he has a very traditionally Muslim name. Uh-huh. Um, and her reaction was like, oh, fuck no. Absolutely not. That just forget about it. Not happening. Not happening. Like, and I, I was really shocked. I, mean, I was blown away that this person, who is honestly like was a big supporter of women's rights and is an incredibly educated upper middle class person with money and I don't know access to different every kind of culture in the world, that that was her like staunch reaction to somebody who is a nice person with a great education. Yeah. Um, You're like, I'm sorry. Did you hear me say Ivy League educated lawyer? Right. And I understand that Jews and Muslims have a long history. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I would think that you would trust me to pick somebody who's a nice person and I don't really care like what religion or race they are as long as they treat me nicely. Um, yeah. But I'm surprised by like people's reaction and society. Yeah. This. Well, you know? And, you know, I think obviously we have this long, long history of, of black and white, but I mean, I'm sure people that have a little more ignorant and racist family members have had to, if they try to date somebody that since like 9-11 you know yeah. that anybody that is brown or anything like that like they probably get a lot of shit from you yeah know, I mean there's kind of, not New York again New York City we live in the bubble right we live in this beautiful bubble of like no one would even yeah. look at an interracial couple you know but it's, we're lucky oh. at the end of the day the two people in a relationship are the only two people that should have to make the decision to be in it so like if I dated a Muslim person or you dated a white woman 
that's your business and it's you know that's what you have to deal with at yeah. the end of the day who cares what look of course you want to make your family happy and make everybody feel good and like you're mm. making good decisions but if I chose to marry a Muslim person that's my business and nobody else's well and it's um, like it's so you know? crazy it's like oh you don't want your daughter to have better looking children with someone of a different race like <laughs> I wish I was mixed race white on white let, is let me live let me live <laughs> right man I just think okay this is and this is you know when everyone says like every baby is like super cute and I'm saying this is a little off topic nah and I'm saying do you feel bad if you say that someone has an ugly baby you know what you say oh. you say oh he's precious he's look precious. at that baby and you, okay. you text your friend you're like he's ugly but no the, like the find me a, a like not cute black or mixed baby like <laughs> find me one you can't you can't all I've seen ugly babies. babies in all like all like all races but I don't know I guess and lights, look no hatred I, I do want to say bit. no hatred to people's family to babies <laughs> No disrespect to the ugly white babies out there. I know. I was one of them. So were you. Oh, my God. I was so so ugly. Ew. I felt sad. I was one of those kids that people, like, felt bad for my parents when they came over. I was a boy when I could already talk. So I was in the grocery store, and I, like, people were like, what a cute little boy. And I would literally be like, I'm not a boy. (laughs) You you would would be the one that had to tell them. I would get so pissed off if someone said that about my daughter or something. Well, I think I'd my mom like, was like, problem. she'll set them straight. I'd start shutting But I'm like, it worked I, out no, for me, I think. No <laughs> hatred to people who just want to see their kids have an easy life. And I get it that mm-hmm. it is always easier to to marry and date somebody who grew up in the same culture as you, right? Yeah. Like, being Jewish, I'm Jewish. It's the only culture I can speak to. But, you know, it is certainly a culture. It's a way of growing up. And, of course, it would be easier to be with somebody who grew up in the same culture as me. Yeah. Um, with the same sort of values. And I understand that your parents just want you to have an easy life. So, like, no hatred to them. And also, you know, my parents grew up in a different generation than I did. And things are accepted today that weren't accepted, you know, 40 years ago. I get it. But, you know, I do think it is just sort of your own decision if you want to walk down that path. Just got to live. Let me live. Just live in New York City. You know, my 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 answer for everything. My Ivy League lawyer, just let me marry him. New York will force you. Um, Okay, so now we've exhausted this topic. Every week we play a game. We design the game around the person. Boom. Uh, because we have a a man here, I always like to take advantage of it. We're going to play a game called Mansplaining. <laughs> I like to take advantage of men. Mansplaining? Man, mansplaining. Mansplaining. Okay. Have, you ever, have you ever heard this term? Uh, I have now. Um, well, well, it is actually a negative derogatory, it's a negative derogatory term derogatory. about how men like explain things to women condescendingly and but we are turning oh. into a positive we're gonna give you scenarios and you're game. gonna mansplain them to me I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you scenarios that the girls ask their girlfriends okay or ask us and I'm gonna say how you should handle this situation exactly well you're speaking on behalf of all men so no pressure yes alright we're gonna I'm gonna lob an easy one at you and then I wanna ask the second one yeah I love the second one I'm gonna start with the first one go <laughs> okay mansplain to me how do you guys feel when a girl asks them out first I would prefer to. I, I don't want a girl or a woman to ask me out per, personally. That's where I'm glad like, you said that. Start the we conversation. Like, like I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not about that. Like we'll talk, whatever. Like I'm a real man. We'll get to it. If you know, if it, if, if I like you, ask. If you we're out. vibing, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take you out. We'll go to get dinner. We'll see what happens the next steps, and we'll just live and have fun. So I'd say no. Don't do that. If you uh, if you got to ask a man out. 
he's probably not the right man unless you just want to get laid I like I think a lot <laughs> of men sort answer. of fall back on this like I love it when women ask me out and I don't believe that nope. and I believe what my mom told me when I was 12 no I don't if it's... a man wants you you will know it and he will make it happen Ash what do you got for okay. man can you turn a hoe into a housewife <laughs> no I'm just I mean that's kind of the question <laughs> oh. we both these we were pretty deep into alcohol people, last people night people are asking us if uh, you are like casually having sex with somebody I'm trying to say fucking less if you're casually having casually sleep- sleeping together if you're casually sleeping together can that like it started out as a hookup maybe you met out drunk whatever it is it's like a, it's like a fuck buddy yeah. can that be your girlfriend one day or is she already in that box Oh, I, th- I definitely think it can turn into more than that. I think yeah. especially as you're older, you you understand, like, sometimes I'm just not ready for the commitment. My, like, I'm wondering, like, let's picture a scenario. Like, however this happened, this girl and this guy are literally, like, straight up, by definition, fuck buddies. Like, 3 a.m. phone calls or whatever, like, booty call. And then, like, is there ever a mo- is there, Oh, no, in, like, not that is there situation. A guy, that's what we mean. Does he wake oh, up one like, day and he's like, wait a minute, I kind of like her. I might want to date her. Oh, hell no. Like, <laughs> no. Thank you. It's, it's, it's a very long way to date to get to what I thought it would be. No, so I misinterpreted it. If, if it's 3 a.m. and all these just late nights, like, hey, I just got back to the crib, uh, come through, you know, let's... It's... No. Thank you. Okay. Last Women. night, booty so call, that's no. The, the communication you're getting from a guy, just either keep up the fuck buddiness or give it up because like, you're not going to be... Hey, you're in the box. Uh, yeah, you're in the box. Not, you're not the good box. Out. And especially, like, because there's different things you I would do in that situation that, that I would never do to my girl. Like, hell no. That's... No. Right. Like, you've been kind of... Well, I don't know. It depends on what the girl wants, too. Like... And that's, you know, we've, I've had that situation. I've, I've had a situation where I don't want to date a guy. Yeah. I don't want to go to dinner with him, but I, I want to fuck him. Yeah, so but I mean, your expectations are aligned. And right. that's cool. expectations are yeah, aligned. Yeah, it's understood. But if someone's trying to flip, it's just, it's going to be a one-way street and on whatever side, and someone's going to get, they're going to get their feelings hurt. All right. Do you think pro athletes can be faithful? <laughs> Yeah, I definitely do. Do you know any? <laughs> I definitely know quite a few. Any I definitely in the know NBA? Uh, in the league. Man, there's options. I mean, there's a lot of options. You'd be surprised, though. Like, that's what, you know, when they say... Uh, yes, we would. <laughs> media, whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everyone's going to live a little bit. But there's a lot of guys. The majority of them are family men. A lot of guys who are in the league um, have kids, have a significant other pretty early in their career. Um, so it's possible. I'm well, not going to say there's a ton. Well, who- here's my main question. Actually, this was now I'm thinking of it. I've had this question for a long time. Do you think that there are a lot of <sighs> relationships, marriages where it's like the guy does cheat and kind of sleep with different women when he's on the road and like the wife just kind of knows and she's like well you know I don't have to work and I get to live in this huge mansion and have this dream life but like kind of like don't ask don't tell and kind of knows that yeah I think I think that's extremely common right I think that's common in anything with money because it goes back to security totally right not just athletes yeah yeah, I I think it just goes back to security but but you're having whole episodes and whole shows built around that Um, you know like basketball wives and things like that who are divorced and they share their stories so that that's definitely common um, because you know what you're getting yourself into at a certain point, and then you know when that cash is there and that security and like it, it, it changes a lot of people yeah. on both sides. It on does. Both sides. I think that men sometimes are only as faithful as their options, and when you start building in anonymity and travel and money and all these mm-hmm. things, I understand that it's 
I'm not saying I would appreciate it if it was me, but I understand that it could be hard to be faithful. And, you know, there's these temptations out there. I wouldn't like it. Yeah. Okay. You're a model. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you care and notice how women dress? Or do you think women women are still out here dressing for each other? Are you, do you is that a thing for you? I yeah, I pay attention to how women dress. Yeah. Um, how do we look today? You, oh my beautiful. god, athleisure. Oh, beautiful. Okay. The athleisure, athleisure vibe is. You know what we're um, calling it now? Ash leisure. Ash. Because I literally never wear anything but this. Have no, we ever I, worn anything besides stretch pants into this studio last week? And then I met you, and I like showed up to towel. And, oh like, yeah, we were talking mom wait, jeans wait, and wait, backpack. Wait. That was the funniest thing in the. She I was I, so I, worried. I'm like chill. Don't no, worry I about wasn't worried. This. The way that they treated me, when I, those first of all, the doormen wouldn't even open the door for me. They were like, "Are you sure you're supposed to be here, little girl, with your backpack?" Right. People, <laughs> the job it is to check a name off a list. And then you were like, "You're supposed to be here." Premiere. Those PR girls, when they heard I was like your guest, they were like, "Oh, for real? <laughs> you <laughs> with your backpack?" <laughs> like they were like, "You're you're with." I was like, they didn't have my name, and I was like, "I'm a guest with Dale Moss." And, and they were like, like, "In those jeans?" In Are- those jeans. <laughs> Started singing Genuine. Genuine. That was my first boyfriend. Our song was Differences. That was like the jam. Oh, man. Those go, the good times, good times. Well, you know what? At the end of the day, everything worked out. It was all good. Was no, it was a funny today. story. I didn't give a fuck. But like, I'm like, there's <laughs> six so men out here and not one of them will open the fucking door Actually, for me. I mean, tears laughing about this. People who literally, whose job it is to stand outside in the rain and check your name off a list. That's who was, was body shaming Ashley about what she wore. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, I, I paid attention like but i also look at just how they're wearing it in confidence new york there's no set style or whatever there's totally. so many people so wear what you want do what you want and honestly it's it's more acceptable you can be in a, a fancy setting and be dressed down but it's yeah. fashionable like a strong mom jean and a backpack or <laughs> yeah as long as the backpack's only over one shoulder not two. Oh, uh, sometimes i do the two it's just oh, I always do that, too. that was a fun night we had uh-huh. fun that was fun. Oh, that was fun. All right, mansplain to me. Who and when should you initiate the exclusivity conversation in a relationship? I've never really had the conversation. I think it just kind of developed and you just knew. But if it, yeah. for me, it develops naturally. Right. But I've seen and uh, there's a lot of insecure guys there. So my perspective is this. My job as a man is to love you and treat you the best I can. But it's not to make you want to be with me. I can only treat you as good as possible and the rest falls into place. Right. You can't convince somebody to be Yeah. Like, I can't, it's not my job to convince you not to sleep around with all these other dudes. Like, um, but I feel like a lot of people will sometimes rush into something or that's exclusivity commitment. So there, it's a controlling type thing. But yeah, I think at a certain point, you know, you do have the conversation. I remember after I was seeing someone for like, it was like a month, we were just off and on, just uh, not necessarily seeing each other people each other because we were talking all the time but it's like all right well if we're gonna invest this time you know we i need to know it's real i got your back no matter what i'm not gonna be out sleeping around with all these women so if we're committed or if we're in this we're in this together it's not a one-way street because i don't have time for it and i think sometimes it takes two seconds like if you're on the same page like i was telling Raina, i had to talk with an an ex of mine like we were on a trip together and he was like so are we boyfriend girlfriend i'm like yeah and that was it like that was it It was like are you seeing anybody else like now are you and they're like okay or it's almost like when you introduce someone and you're like yeah this is my girlfriend ashley yeah, and you're this like, is my what what 
Did he just come in? <laughs> Say what? <laughs> yeah, I just called you my girlfriend. You like update it's your okay. Facebook really quick. Yeah. <laughs> you text your mom. You're like, be careful. Mom, I'm in a relationship. Be, care- be careful with how you how you throw that out because you know sometimes know. it can. I've had situations where it was like I just ended up having a stalker. <laughs> I, used it I don't know where that sentence was gonna go. Yeah, no, it was. It was You're bad. like I had to file a restraining order. Uh, not that deep, but I, I cut it. But uh, yeah. Definitely. On that note, ladies, please don't stalk Dale. <laughs> Slide into his DMs, but take a hit. Be fine. I'm steady moving, so I'm you know a hard target to to, to catch or stalk or. You've been warned. He's actually physically fast. Up, he will run away or from you exactly. Old ransom, like uh, <laughs> all right, I don't want any of that. He's like, juke. You're like juking this girl. I just stiff arm. <laughs> Give me the Heisman. Hey, hey, Heisman. All right. That's all we have for you today. Yes, thank you so much. This was wonderful. This was super. I'm so excited you did this. Good. Thank you. Um, You guys can follow Dale on Instagram. What is your Instagram name? Uh, Instagram at Dale Moss. You want them to follow anything else? Uh, Twitter, uh, Dale Moss. You can kind of just see my day today on social media. Uh, Website, officialdalemoss.com. Coming out with some more positive things. Uh, very positive. So you're like an inspirational speaker. Hey, it's it's got me gram. through a lot. What you're you see a, is you're what a ray you get. of light. Hey. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> in. And again, guys, we are coming to you from Mouth Media, powered by Sennheiser. Follow Girls Gotta Eat, Girls Gotta Eat Podcast on Instagram, Girls Gotta Eat. We're on Facebook, Twitter, not on Snapchat, as always. And we will see you guys soon. Have a good week, guys. Awesome. Thanks for having Bye. me. Bye.